Hello, heroes and dreamers. I'm Peaches, your host today on Campbell's Corner. How would you advise somebody to tap that spring of eternal life, that joy that is right there? Well, we're having experiences all the time, which uh, uh, may, on occasion, render some sense of this, a little intuition of where your joy is. Grab it. No one can tell you what it's going to be. I mean, you've got to learn to recognize your own depths. Welcome back, explorers. We're here for another Campbell's Corner. <laughs> I have a new guest with me this time is Young. Welcome, Young. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited to talk. So today, this time, we're going to be talking about zombies, which, I mean, zombies are fantastic. And yes. they're extremely diverse. Which, you know, you I mean, in popular culture, they're one way. And I'm going to, we're going to get into that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I would like to have you start us off with a, a tale of zombies. A tale of zombies. Okay. So, um, growing up, my grandmother told me a story back when she was over in Vietnam. This was back whenever um, uh, she was living out more of the countryside. So, like toilet tree like toilet system and stuff like that weren't like available it's more like digging a hole in the ground mm. do your business and mm -hmm, then cover it mm -hmm. back up very rural very, yeah yeah like, <laughs> out nowhere i land. mean there was no plumbing what do you want them to do yeah so so basically is that she uh she was telling me how their background started off so then she had set the mood of the story so mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. she as was any just good ghost saying, stories yeah so she was just like okay so at night whenever you go um, when you go to, when you have to go to, you, you go number two at night, mm -hmm. um, you have to be careful. You have to mm -hmm. dig it deep enough. And then you may, after you're done with your business, make sure you bury it deep enough. And the reason why they said is that there's a type of zombies, um, or I don't know if it's zombie per se, but like, um, they they would function like normal people, but then like at nighttime, they're torso would detach from like their lower body their lower body would just be you know laying back where it is um but then the the body would like be crawling around with like the lower Ooh. the small intestine intestines like hanging out and Ooh. stuff like that when they're crawling around and um she said the reason why you want to bury your poop deep enough <laughs> <laughs> is that whenever these things come crawling out at night, it's that whenever they eat your poop, you basically become cursed. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. So you either die or you become one of them. So, yeah. So it, like you would hear it moaning and groaning at night. So, so some say that they have heard it or they have seen it. But I'm not quite too sure how that would mm. usually go. But I mean, like that makes sense, right? You're living out in the yeah. boonies. Like mm -hmm, you don't mm -hmm. like, hmm. But yeah, no, I'm actually not quite too sure what it is called. She never really just said it. She's just like, just the you know, poop just, zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, let's just call it. it the poop zombie. So, but like, yeah, that's what that's the story that she though. had told me when we were kids. Like, like that made me like, hey, like, why would I ever want to go poop out somewhere? And then as an I can adult, hold it till morning. It's fine. Yeah, and then as an adult, I realized I was like, wait, camping is a thing, you know? Mm -hmm, and there mm -hmm. isn't exactly a toilet. Everywhere you go, mm -hmm, so you're gonna have mm -hmm. to find a way to dispose of your own. Well, they do say when you're matter. camping that you're supposed to bury your excrement, you know, just to keep the wild critters away. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, if thinking oh. about it in that context, maybe it has like a basis in 
real life logic, I guess. Or not, yeah. But I, I mean, also poop zombies. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But the way that I see it, though, I'm just like, man, thank goodness we don't have to live in a time where those stories <laughs> would be applicable. Now I'm just like, well, good luck. Uh, now I'm just gonna go at home. Yeah, good luck chasing go the drains. <laughs> No, now they're going to go around stealing shovels to bust pipes just to make sure that they can get their fill. No, anyways. But yeah, that's my story that my grandmother it. told me. She's passed a long time ago, so there's no way for me to confirm with her. But this is just what she told me when I was a kid. I love it. That's it was great. fun, disgusting, but... <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. I love those kinds of things. My mom told us a story, but it has nothing to do with zombies, but she told us about um, there was a tree in our backyard, and I think it was just because she didn't want us like going outside because we lived up in the mountains away from like town, so it was like a lot of critters and like cougars and... Mm. Stuff like that that could yeah, snatch up little babies. Little babies. But yeah, it, it, she told us a, a story about the tree. I mean, we had this huge ponderosa pine in our backyard, and she was like, "Oh yeah, you know, Bigfoot lives in our tree." Mm. And I was just like, "What? <laughs> what?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, very it lives in the tree, and you can't see it." But at night it comes out and what? you know snatches up little kids. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so, what kind of zombie? Like it's a little... well, that wasn't the zombie. Okay, so my zombie story. Oh, little, okay, little, okay. That was just a random little thing, just like a, a cautionary tale from my backyard. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> bonus, <man. laughs> bonus, <man. laughs> hashtag so, bonus. Man. <laughs> like I just want to, I just want to talk about that a little bit. Like how how crazy? How wh what did you think about that? Like when you were a kid? Because I was like, I would think like, how crazy is that? I would like to see this giant well, I mean, hairy it's thing. Like, when you're that young and you're, you know, your parents are, you know, the, the pinnacles of your house, where you're just like, I believe everything that comes out of your mouth. Like I believe my mom had eyeballs in the back of her head. Like. I was like, there's, they gotta be there. I, there's just, it's a matter of like moving her hair so that we can see them. Like maybe like <laughs> if she's sitting or maybe when she's blow drying her hair, yeah. one day we'll see the eyeballs in the back of her head because she totally has them. Nope. But no, of course not. But it's like, it's those kinds of things where it's like they tell you those and you take them at face value. Of, of course it's real. Of course it's, there is something that lives in the tree in our backyard. Of course there is. And of course I'm not going to go out at night. <laughs> yeah, no. But I think that... I probably would have panicked at night. Like that the way I thought I did with the stories my grandmother told me. So like at nighttime, I'm just scared. Not just like, you know, not just like of like ghosts, but like other things that could possibly happen for yeah. no freaking reason. Cause I'm just one of those people that overthink even at night. Mm. I'm just like, oh no, they're gonna get me. It's not real, but it's gonna get me. <laughs> I guess I never had that Wild kind of reaction. I just anytime anybody ever told me, um, Something like that. It was like, okay, well, I just don't go outside. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, done. And then I never, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Introvert me. <laughs> I just don't go outside. Done. <laughs> I read <Yeah>. books. Yes. <laughs> Let's just never. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> My little sister. She she was the overthinker. She was the any anything anything any like any of the like uh, movies that we'd watch. We couldn't watch certain movies around her because she just was terrified of everything. And I mean, it took a long time for her. I mean, and she still gets pretty nervous and she she overthinks and stuff like that. But it's like it's funny how yeah back 
when we were kids. Like I was the sister that um, m- both of my sisters would hide behind. Like if we went into a haunted house, and and this was we have this happened when we were in Boston. We went to a the um, Salem, whatever, and there was like a. A haunted witch house or something tour thing that we went through, <laughs> and both my sisters latched onto my arms, and you know I walked forward first, and they were behind me, and I was just like, I don't know, it's fine, it's not real. <laughs> but then, and scary movies, I'm fine, or, um, but scary video games, I can't handle because that means that I'm in control and I have no idea because it's like it looks, I don't know what it is, but like it looks real, it feels real, it sounds real, and I'm like. Ah, I can't handle it. But how would you feel if you saw a zombie in real life, though? Hmm? Let's hear your zombie story, ma'am. Hmm? Oh, well, okay. Yeah, all right. Hmm? Okay. I'd like to hear what you have to say about what you believe about zombies growing up. Because, you know, like we said, everybody have their, you know, idea of what yeah. their background and culture is of what zombies were growing up. So I'd like to what hear, hear yours is because you said your family are usually from, like, we're from, like, Living in the mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, and living in the mountains, we had to, I mean, like watching TV was a big thing for us. Oh, and, yeah. Like reading books and stuff <laughs> like that. So, okay. So, this story, actually, um, I heard when I was, my mom had the little TV in the kitchen going, and it was on some sort of one of the news stations or something, and it started talking about this story about, um, zombies and like where they originated from because you know zombies weren't a thing until basically after night of the living dead that movie Mm -hmm. came out and it was like oh then western culture took a hold of the idea of zombies and made it what it is right now so this story (laughs) on a spring day in 1962 a man named clervius narcissa i'm probably butchering that name, but admitted himself to the Schweitzer Hospital in De Chapelle, Haiti. He had a fever, fatigue, and was spitting up blood. Doctors had no explanation for his symptoms, which gradually worsened until he was pronounced dead three days later. He was held in cold storage for a day before his burial. In 1980, a man staggered into the small rural... In 1980, a man staggered into the small rural town of Lester, claiming he was Clervius Narcissa. The villagers asked for proof. He shared with them intimate family details and a childhood nickname. He then told them that the terrible fate that had befallen him had been at the hands of a bokor, which is a black magic user. Oh my god. (laughs) He said that voodoo magic had been used to take his soul. It kept him awake, but paralyzed for his death and burial. Later, when the Bokor removed him from his grave, Clervius was given a paste that caused him to forget who he was. He was then kidnapped and forced to work on a sugar plantation. Years later, when his master died and the regular doses of the voodoo magic ceased, Clervius was able to return to his home and family. He became known as the man who was once a zombie. (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of crazy to believe right but it's funny how the origins of zombies started off with people who were alive still and then the idea of them being undead came basically from 
the Night of the Living Dead movie. Huh. Yeah. Dang. Like, so, I don't know. Like, I don't think I want to really... Okay, so zombies was, like, a big thing in our generation growing up. So, like, all that type of zombie movies. Like, even from what we were saying, like, Hellraiser, that's basically a type of zombie. Mm-hmm. But, like... The Walking Dead. We had the Black Cauldron. There Resident Evil. All Resident that Evil. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, we have different types of zombies growing up. Like, didn't know that it just came out of nowhere just from people just like, oh, what if we were dead mm-hmm. but we're alive but oh we're alive. yeah and their brains gushing out and all that mm-hmm. stuff so i guess I'm not all zombies have gushing brains or rot no indeed yeah. right and then how like the idea of it was all about the control and like keeping making them your slaves to whatever devious ends you wanted them to be mm-hmm. for. and then like whenever people like like divulgent to like the idea of whether zombies have you know still have a mind can like mm. still have like a mindset that they have in their brain but like they can't act on it it's just a voice in their head mm. so i don't know yeah yeah i like the or um what's the is it the walking dead where they had that what was it i lost the train whatever <laughs> <laughs> Well, that train has left the station. It's not coming back. But yeah, yeah, I like I like this story because it, I don't know, it like it weirdly makes me think of my childhood. Oh, tell us, (laughs) tell tell me about it. Well, no, just that I I overheard the story because they they started talking about just the the history of voodoo and where this comes from, Haitian voodoo, and how, oh my goodness, and and oh, it's so and Westerners and mostly european people are like what on earth like what what is this it's so and the mystique the terrifying it's like it's almost like um like how the ancient egyptians became a fixation for people for a while and Mm -hmm. same thing with these zombies i mean not to the extent that it was for like egyptology or anything like that but it's like there were people who went and were like how is this how how are how are you keeping them alive but also dead in a in, you know dead in quotes in, to a certain extent and it's interesting how the the mystique kind of like carries this spooky factor and the the, the stories get taller and taller until all of a sudden you have Night of the Living Dead and then you have this completely different westernized version of something that's not that <laughs> rage monkeys huh? what are rage monkeys. Oh yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty eight days later. That's a great movie. I remember. Oh, I remember watching Twenty Eight Days Later for the first time, and I was, or or maybe it was Twenty Eight Weeks Later, the second one, when the guy, his, um, him and his wife are hiding out in that um farm, and and I guess Twenty Eight Days Later started off with the running zombies. I think that's where the running zombies came from and how like, oh my gosh, that's even worse than... Oh, yeah. Because Night of the like, Living Dead, they were all... I mean, they moved... I mean, you could outpace them in 10 seconds, but it's the... And that's the other thing is the the sheer numbers. I think that's the terrifying thing is like, I mean, sure, you can run faster than a zombie, but they build up and it's it's it spreads and then there's more and more and more <laughs> yeah like per zombie lures you know some are like super slow and super like uh like unattentive others are like super duper quick and like mm-hmm. other stories like um 
I think it was Day, Day of the Dead, something like that. Mm. Yeah, where the zombies like regained or they retained what a part of what they were when they were human. Like imagine mm. that if you were like an athlete, like yeah, if, but if you were hurt, you'd Terrifying. be Yeah, like how, imagine have like a track runner zombie just chasing you. You're just like, "Oh my god." And it's just like <gasps> it's just swinging his arms just chasing you as as it's just like just running right and lining to you there's such a a in a how do you how do you put it there's such a potential for just zombies like you could literally i mean you could do anything with them i mean they're they could be dead they could be undead they could be alive and just mind controlled they could be uh fast they could be slow they could be smart they could be really dumb like the blind, blind, just yeah, blind the can have really good hearing. Like, I mean, like it's crazy. Right, like the clickers in The Last of Us, the video game, they're completely blind, but they use the the what do you call it? The clicking sono echolocation. Echolocation. Yeah, yeah where it's <sighs> like, I mean, like it, it, zombies are so interesting and so fun and so spooky, and like it really, you can you could really delve into what terrifies people. It could be burying poop. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> burying poop in the middle of the night could be terrifying for some That's people. That's very true. <laughs> like, I know, thinking about it now as an adult, I'm just like, man, what a story, Grandma. But still, but... it's like, I mean, it's terrifying. And it could be different for every person in every culture. And it's a fun. It's cool. I love zombies. <laughs> I love zombies. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing your story with me um, and for talking with me about zombies. Um, I think that, uh, did, am I forgetting something, Jazz? Don't forget the hashtag. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Oh, no. So our new hashtag, we've, I think we've come up with a hashtag for every episode. So I think... Uh, well, hashtag bury your poop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> bury them deep. Bury it deep. Hashtag bury them deep. Hashtag bury them deep. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll it. leave that with you, dear viewers. Hashtag bury it deep. Hashtag bury your poop. Uh, we'll see you next time uh, for another adventure into the lands of mythology. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This chapter of Campbell's Corner was brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.